Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. A lot of it is, you know, I'll have my mask on, everybody around me will have a mask on, or I won't be around them. That's one. Two, I won't be within six feet of anybody. And we have guys getting tested. And if you are personally responsible and do the, now, could it happen? Sure. It could happen. I can leave here. It could happen. But I have no apprehension. That's the Rockets coach, Mike D'Antoni, right there. He is ready for Orlando, one of a handful of coaches, over 65 in the league. Popovich, Alvin Gentry, some of the guys thought to be more at risk, but he is all ready to go to Houston or for Houston in Orlando, as you hear right there. And PK, we've had a few people opt out, but for a lot of people, think about it, weigh it, and then go. And Mike D'Antoni's on that list. Yes, he is. Didn't he make a comment, too, about the social distance of, of six feet that his guys normally don't get within six feet of the offensive player anyway? Bada-bing! Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. That's a Rockets defensive joke right there. Right there. We're going to outscore you. First one to 140 wins. Jazz have traveled and entered the NBA's bubble environment in Orlando, Florida. George Niang tweeting out about Cafe Rio. He already misses it. Did you see Jordan Clarkson's tweet? Then yeah, people, I, th- th- I think they had some funny tweets that were out there. I mean, Yang and Clarkson, I think it was a jail thing. With the gate, I, su- yeah. I assume that that was meant in jest and lighthearted. I, if, it, if it wasn't, maybe it's another story. But I took it as being funny. And Yang, too. Yeah, why not? Well, why not have a little fun with it? Nugget Center Nikola Jokic retested negative for the coronavirus in Serbia, but travel issues, the timing of the testing precluded him from joining the team for its flight to Orlando. Team did not confirm who was on their flight yesterday, but reports say the time needed for Jokic to test negative twice in Serbia and twice in Denver before traveling to Orlando held him up. So he'll meet the team in Orlando, but he's according to reports he's healthy and he is going to be there playing for the Nuggets. And obviously the Nuggets sitting in third in the West. They need him big time, PK. They're going to find a way to get to the conference final, which they couldn't do last year when they had home court and played a couple of game sevens and won one and lost one. Maybe this year they could pull it off, although the Clippers and Lakers are heavy favorites, but they need him and everybody's been waiting for him to get back. Yeah, it'd be a shame to lose all that weight and then not be healthy. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver knows there's a potential positive coronavirus cases in Florida and wants a couple of days of quarantine to reveal if there is, in essence... A hole in our bubble. So. There's a hole in my head, not in my bubble. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. We always talk about the great quarterbacks make everybody around them greater. So, and he has a unique ability to do that with with his teammates. And, you know, the Honey Badger is part of this, too. So he, he was the first guy that texted myself and Brett when the deal got done. Was We got a text from, from Tyron, and he just said, hey, what a great thing you did. But they both those two make our jobs very enjoyable, being able to come to work and have two great leaders like that, along with the other guys that, that love to play the game. So, listen, I'm if it takes me into my 70s, let's roll, Herbie. Doug, got it. I'm ready to go. 
Andy Reid ready to coach into his 70s. Football, football, and more football. How old is he? I think he's 63, 64. I was going to say 64 or 65. Yeah. So. Well, that's not far away then. Nope, he's 62. Oh, okay. 62. And he just had a birthday in March, so. Well, you know, when you got a winning situation, there's nothing like winning. There's really, there's no drug that can compensate for the high, thankfully, of winning. I mean, winning, and I don't really care what it is. It doesn't matter the level. Now, obviously, he's coaching at the highest level. But you could take, you know, beyond high school, what would be the lowest? Junior college football, uh, say, for that. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I I covered junior college football. I covered El Camino uh, down there. People know that. Uh, It's a very good program down there. And, and, And those coaches, you know, during the season, that's their lives. And when they win... They felt great, and when they lost on a Saturday, uh, usually the games are Saturday night, they they felt awful, and there's nothing that can compensate for winning. So, obviously, the Chiefs got a winning situation now. Mahomes, even though he's brilliant already, he's barely getting started. And if he has his health, you know, you can expect him to be good for minimum, just off the top of my head, seven years. So if you're Andy Reid, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that now? If things change in three, four years, well, you can adjust accordingly. But right now, they look like they're going to be a contender for fill-in-the-blank years. And you've been grinding for all this time. Here's an opportunity to grind and then feel the ultimate reward at the end. Of course you would want to be a part of that. It makes complete and total sense that Andy Reid would say this. You know, the thing with Andy Reid is he's had so many, uh, just from a round number, just say 10 win seasons, and I know he's had so many more. We know about the run he had in the NFC title game. But he's been so good for so long with above-average quarterbacking, but not great quarterbacking. And now you get a great quarterback when at a time when that means everything in the game and means everything in the NFL – you know, how bad is he going to crush it from here? He's on uh, in Kansas City. He's been there seven years. He's had six seasons of 10 wins or more. He's had five of 11 or more. One nine, one ten, and everything else is 11 and 12 win seasons. And now you got Mahomes. And it's fantastic. Four and one in the playoffs. That's Mahomes' postseason record. So, yeah, you'd think he'd be fired up now and ready to go because – Nothing lasts forever in the NFL. Injuries and talent turns over, and it could look really different in two to three years. But, man, the way the last two years have looked, that's really the only negative thing you can say about the Chiefs is, well, this doesn't last forever. It's been that good. Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson making apologies to the Jewish community with a promise to do better after he posted an anti-Semitic message on social media that he attributed Adolf Hitler, although that apparently isn't true. Uh, and also admiration for Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan. The Eagles responded by calling his post offensive, harmful, and absolutely appalling. Said the team would take appropriate action. And we know right now what appropriate action is. Jackson posted his apology on Instagram. Sorry for any hurt he's caused. Really didn't realize what this passage was saying. I wonder if that can be good enough. It depends on who you are. I mean, for some folks and what you look like, you know, that is good enough. And that's good, I think. For others, man, you you got to pay a heavy, heavy price. And blood and flesh are required. And I think that's unfortunate. If someone does something 
And I have to take, I have to assume Jackson is sincere. I'm okay that, you know, I'm not okay with what he posted, but I'm okay that his apology sounds sincere. And I think, you know, once people apologize, you have to allow them the opportunity to prove it. You can say whatever you say, but once they say it, then, all right, now, sort of you're on the clock, so to speak. Now I get to judge you by your behavior. Does it match the apology? And if it does, then great. Let people learn. People are stupid sometimes. I'm stupid a lot of the times. And I would hope that my apologies would allow me to get better as a person. You know, and I looked at social media this morning, and somebody had said, not one NFL player has responded to this. And then you start getting, then the race gets in. Well, Riley Cooper said the N-word back then, and then this and that, and this is a double standard, that's a double standard. Every side, no matter what side you have in this world, it's a double standard. (laughs) But, But can we be forgiving to an extent? Is that possible? Or do we have to have blood every time somebody makes a mistake? Well, we just talked about this with the Morgan Scally situation. You know, is the uh, does it seem like they want to make good on it? Do, do they really want to follow through? And and then can you give people a, a second chance? And absolutely, it helps to be really good at your job and really talented. And Deshaun Jackson is good at his job and talented, so you know that helps. The, the old uh, you know don't fall asleep in the meeting thing. You fall asleep, I'll cut you. What if Troy Aikman falls asleep and Jimmy Johnson says I'll, I'll hit him on the knee and say Wake up, Troy. It helps to be talented. But eventually, my opinion is eventually everybody needs a second chance. So you better be dishing out the second chances if you're going to come around and ask for one. And eventually, we're all going to come around and ask for one. Yeah, and then once we get it, then, okay, as I say, you're on what the do clock. You do, with it? Right. do your actions match your apology? Allow people to grow from mistakes. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Ivy League expected to announce its plan today for fall sports, which could include a shortened schedule or postponing the football season until the spring. It's thought the decision the Ivies make could have a ripple effect on other conferences in deciding what to do about football. You know, we saw that certainly with the NBA in March, right? The NBA announced they weren't playing, and then we saw a conference tournament stop, and then there was a ripple effect. Major League Baseball, PGA Tour, the Ivy League started it in basketball, and it rippled through all the conference tournaments, and it was really 48 to 72 hours. Everything everything came to a stop. And so I guess everybody wonders if it's going to happen again, and I don't... You know, it could happen again, PK. I can't say it won't, but I don't think it'll happen as fast. And I may be sitting here in 48 to 72 hours going, well, that's not true. Let's see what I'm saying Monday morning, right? But it seems like we know more now, and people are willing to say, okay, I think this is safe. I can push the envelope here a little bit. And everybody, you know, where the line is and how much you push the envelope, you know, people are different on that. But I just think everybody is willing to push it to a certain degree. So I don't think the Ivy League is going to have the same ripple effect at the same speed as in March, but you can't rule out how it'll play out over the course of, you know, two, three weeks a month. Well, I think uh, back in March, there were literally games being played today. Yeah. There aren't games being played today. that's a good point. So back then, time was of the essence because you were literally in the moment. You had a game scheduled in an hour. The Jazz had a game scheduled in 10 minutes. 
And so conference the, tournaments were all bringing people into buildings. Yeah, they, they, they literally were. I was in Vegas at the time, and you know you had to get out of there because it was over. And people were uh, fleeing sounds dramatic, uh, but people were leaving the community to go home. And people I know of folks, now I drove, so it was very simple for me just to get in a car. But others who had plane reservations weren't taking them. They were renting cars and they were leaving, uh, particularly you know, uh, with you've got Southern California and Arizona and Utah. Uh, and it's all drivable. For th- yeah, it's yeah. all drivable in a day. You know, you can leave in the morning and be home by mid-afternoon in all those different places. And I and and I knew of many folks who did that. So it was a little. It was. I don't want to say panic. It's too much. But it was a greater sense of urgency. Whereas right now there isn't. And you know, I've been talking to some people. Talked to somebody yesterday, and they really believe that and they're going to try to do everything possible. But uh, forecast a deal where the conference is just close up uh, within themselves and they play their conference games and that's it and then the independence I don't know what happened to Notre Dame because they're in a unique situation there's no team or program like Notre Dame football that has a scheduling agreement and has his teams in the in the ACC how that will work but for the other what is there five other independents that they, if they want to have a football season that they're going to have to play each other and maybe have to play each other multiple times but for the Pac-12 person that I was speaking to sees a situation where they just play their conference games and that's it. And then they have, then they're only dealing with themselves if they have to make adjustments to the schedule. And then they, so then they can, they can figure it out and work together as opposed to having to bring in another conference to work. Because then you bring in another conference, you're basically bringing in all the other teams in the conference even though you're only playing the one team in the conference but then that that's the the ripple and domino effect ends up down the line for you know the big 12 what do they got 10 teams so if you had a game against them in a in a inter-conference game then you'd have to deal with that scheduling so that's just one possibility that I could see ha- actually action. You know, and I, I can see that, and it's been talked about it forever, and I get that. But the games are worth so much money that if you're in a conference with a nine-game season, and maybe we'll see, maybe they'll add 10th and 11th games inside the conference. But when you have a chance to play local or regional games that are pretty simple and straightforward, will you take that opportunity? You know, because everybody will be canceling, not everybody, Maybe everybody. Certainly, lot, we can see lots of schools, if not everybody, canceling the games that force you to travel and reschedule. But if you've got an open date and a team that can bust there, right? Now here, you know, that would mean Utah, Utah State, BYU, Weber State, whoever's not playing each other, you know, finding a date to play a game. But, you know, there's, I don't know what there are, seven, eight, nine, whatever it is, teams in Ohio, uh, they could be doing the same thing to get one more game because those games are worth so much money. ESPN and Fox are going to put on whatever they can get their hands on. So, will some of that happen? Will be there? Will there be some freelancing to get the 10th, 11th, or 12th game for Pac-12 schools? I mean, there's schools drivable in California. Stanford and Cal need one more game and need something to put on the Pac-12 network. Is San Jose State going to say no? I mean, I, I get the traveling cross-country thing can be hard. Maybe it is too hard. Maybe that stuff won't happen seems to me like that's low-hanging fruit and if you're desperate financially you'll go for it the other college football story alabama offensive coordinator steve sarkeesian 
undergoing heart surgery last week, expected to make a full recovery. The former BYU quarterback uh, got a physical, and they decided he needed a procedure to correct a congenital cardiovascular anomaly before it became an issue. Now, that's, uh, that's pretty fancy stuff right there, but then you dial down into that. Man, when the doctor says you need heart surgery and you need it now, it's going to freak you out a little bit. Now that's time to panic. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Obviously, everybody here wants to be ready, so we're working diligently to get ourselves prepared to play the season, but we also have to be smart about the safe and health concerns. Mookie Betts says he's ready to play, also mindful of the health concerns. Uh, stories out there about he's got to play to hit free agency, a whole lot of money on the uh, on the line for him, PK. One of the things guys have to weigh here as they decide what they're going to do. Oh, he's going to get a whole lot of money. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. He's really good. Angels, Shohei Otani, pitching competitively on the mound for the first time in two years at an intra-squad game. He's coming back from Tommy John's surgery. Uh, had control issues the first time out. Walked eight batters and 50 pitches. But as long as he walked up the mound and didn't feel any pain, I'll bet they were happy. I bet so, too. Clayton Kershaw, expected to make his ninth opening day start for the franchise. It's the Giants, it's the Dodgers, July 23rd. Baseball starting one week to the day before the Utah Jazz get it going in Orlando. Yippee. DJ and PK. Hashtag RSL. Major League Soccer opens his MLS backs tournament in Florida, Miami, and Orlando. 6 o'clock on ESPN tonight. RSL's first game is Sunday. Nate Monuaha did not travel, so one RSL player opted out. Ooh. He's got a wife and kids. Nate Onuoha. Well, that's a cool name. Yeah. He's good, but they've got three center backs for those two spots, so. Ooh, depth, man. They've always had depth. <laughs> FC Dallas does not have enough depth to handle 10 positive tests for players and a staff member, so they are out. And uh, LAFC star player Carlos Vela is not playing. His wife is pregnant. And so he stayed with her. And that tournament gets going tonight. And the Utah Royals playing this morning, 1030. And that'll be on tape delay on the CBS Sports Network later today. DJ and PK, that's what's trending. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Mike Weir, 745, the Masters champ, 2003. Getting ready to play on the Champions Tour. He just played at the Utah Championship and then went over to Colorado. So he's been back into tournament golf for a couple of weeks. We'll talk to him about what tournament golf is like and uh, his plan looking ahead at 745. Sarah Todd covers Utah Jazz for the and the NBA for the Deseret News. She's going to join us at 9 o'clock to talk about the restart of the Jazz season. Stay with us. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.